Dear listener, the Bible is beautiful and God's word is true. The Lord has given us a sign and the sign is God's fourth commandment. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. The Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 20 verse 12, I also gave them my Sabbath as a sign between us so that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. The Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. The Sabbath is also linked to creation. So Christians who rest and keep the Sabbath holy as God commanded, it shows the world who our God is. His name is Jesus Christ, our creator and redeemer. This podcast exalts the name of Jesus and his law. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. The Bible says in John chapter 14, verse 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. So according to the Bible, the Ten Commandments must be kept. Remember, we worship God in spirit and in truth. This is the only worship God will accept. The agenda for this topic is very plain. By God's grace, I ask for his presence and power to explain the following. First, we will explain Matthew chapter 1 verse 17. Second, we will explain the seven keys to survival and show how these seven keys are linked to Jesus our Lord. Next, we will briefly explain God's health message for these last days. Fourth is current events. And finally, we leave you with scriptures for encouragement. And always remember, faith, hope, and love is forever. And the greatest of these is love. Give me a quick moment and I'll be right back. Welcome back. In a previous episode titled, Come Out of Her, My People, we talked about the coming of the Messiah in 27 AD. Today's topic is, Jesus is the key. Yes, Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit, longs to be in every aspect of our lives. So a relationship with Jesus brings true happiness, joy, peace, and life is worth living each day because of Jesus Christ, our Lord. But there are many scoffers who try to discredit the word of God with false statements concerning 457 BC, which is related to the 2300-year prophecy in Daniel chapter 8, verse 14. I would like to show, by the word of God, a different way 457 BC is correct using Matthew Chapter 1, verse 17. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 17. So the generation from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. 
Question. What does Christ mean? Answer. Messiah. Question. What does Messiah mean? Answer. Anointed one. Question. How many years is one biblical generation? Answer. Forty years. Dear listener, please understand. The Bible says in Numbers chapter 32 verse 13. So the Lord's anger was aroused at Israel and he made them wander in the wilderness 40 years until all generations that had done evil in the sight of the Lord was gone. Psalms chapter 95 verse 10 is a second witness to establish that one generation equals 40 years. In 606 BC, King Nebuchadnezzar attacked Judea, conquered Jerusalem, and God's people was placed into captivity. Remember, the Hebrews were in captivity because as a nation, they rebelled against God, violating his holy Sabbath day. Daniel was among those who were taken captive. The Bible teaches in 2 Chronicles chapter 36, verse 18 through 21, the Hebrews was in captivity for 70 years. In 536 BC, the Lord fulfilled the words out of the mouth of Jeremiah, his prophet, because in 536 BC, the Hebrews was released from captivity and King Cyrus began to reign in Babylon. The Persian Empire was founded by King Cyrus after they succeeded Babylon in 536 BC. Ezra chapter 1 verse 1 through verse 3 teaches that King Cyrus gave the first decree for the Jews to return back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. Dear listener, this is very important to understand. In 534 BC, the Hebrews returned back to Jerusalem to lay the foundation for the temple. So question, how many generations from Babylon unto Christ? Answer, 14 generations. So question, how many generations from Babylon unto Christ? Answer, 14 generations. Question, how many years will 14 generations represent? Multiply 40 times 14 equals 560. Remember, B.C., we count down into the future. A.D., we count up into the future. Dear listener, if you take 560 years and plug in 534 B.C., which is the date the Jews started to lay the foundation for the temple, what would you get? Answer, 26 A.D. But remember, there is no zero year. And we're going from B.C. and transferring over into A.D., which means we have to add one, which equals 27 A.D. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 36, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So on 27 A.D., our Messiah, Jesus Christ, was baptized by John the Baptist. This is another way to prove 457 B.C. is the start date for the 2300-year prophecy. The covenant Jesus made 
for seven days, which means seven years, was the blessed promise to save the children of Abraham from sin. On 31 AD, Jesus fulfilled that promise when he was placed on the cross for your sin and mine. On 34 AD, Stephan was stoned and probation closed for the Jewish nation. This leads to 1844, when Christ left the holy place into the most holy place to cleanse the heavenly sanctuary and begin the investigative judgment. So we can repent and turn to Jesus Christ, our most faithful high priest in heaven, and receive the mercy of the Lord, because Jesus is all we need to survive. Number one, air to breathe. Number two, water to drink. Number three, food to eat. Number four, light to shine. Number five, sleep to rest. Number six, clothing to wear. Number seven, safety for security or protection. Jesus said in Matthew chapter four, verse number four, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Yes, humanity does not live solely by the food we eat. Humanity live by the word of the living God, Jesus Christ. For example, air. The Lord Jesus Christ is our air. The Bible says, The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Water. Jesus Christ is our water. The Bible says, Jesus answered her and said, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. John chapter 4, verse 13 through 14. Food. The Lord Jesus is our food. As Christians, we must let the Bible speak. This is what the Lord says in John chapter 6, verse 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Light. The Lord Jesus Christ is our light. The Bible says in John chapter 8, verse 12, Then Jesus spoke unto them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Rest. Yes. We rest in the Lord Jesus on his Saturday Sabbath. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come to me, all you who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So we rest from all sin by focusing on Jesus on his Sabbath. Clothing. The Lord Jesus is our clothing. We are his righteousness. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 10, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me 
with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. My brother and my sister, we are created by Jesus in the womb, and we are redeemed by Jesus when he shed his blood for us for our sins on the cross. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. The call to worship Jesus is found in the first angel's message in Revelation 14, verse 6 to 7, which says, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all the springs of water. So who we worship, when we worship, and how we worship is very important in these last days. Who do we worship? Jesus. When do we worship him? On his Sabbath. When is the Sabbath? Saturday. How do we worship him? In spirit and in truth. The Lord Jesus has appointed his church to share the gospel in this world of sin. What is the gospel? It is a message unto salvation. The Lord Jesus has given us the light to share to the world because the little horn and his allies is coming for the church. We must stand on the commandments and teach others the commandments of the Lord Jesus. We must teach others truth by the word of the Lord, bringing them out of darkness into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 14, verse 8, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Question. So who is Babylon? Answer. It is the Roman Catholic Church system. Who is the leader of the Roman Catholic Church? It is the papacy. The papacy is the son of perdition. But Babylon is not just the Roman Catholic Church system. Babylon is also Sunday worship and living a life of sin. This is what the Lord says in Revelation chapter 18 verse 4. Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. So Jesus is calling us out of Babylon, but Satan and the Pope is calling you and me to break the holy law of Jesus Christ. What is this wine? Wine represents false doctrine. The papacy is feeding world leaders false doctrine. According to the word of the Lord, the Bible teaches church-state union is fornication. The church should only be married to Jesus Christ. In these last days, Jesus Christ is our safety and security. The Bible teaches in Revelation chapter 13, verse 7, the papacy will wage war with those who keep the commandments of God. The COVID-19 vaccines does not belong in the human body. Many people are making this false claim that the vaccines come from Jesus. Absolutely not. The COVID-19 vaccines does not come from Jesus Christ. The COVID-19 vaccines comes from Satan. Due to the COVID-19 vaccines, there are many people who are becoming sick, paralyzed, or dying. 
Dear listener, if you take the vaccine, you are not living by faith in the Lord Jesus. The Bible says in Psalms 139 verse 14, I will praise you, for I am faithfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. The Lord Jesus has created the human body with everything it needs. If we get sick, the Lord Jesus is calling you and me to trust in him and his health principles by faith. So you may ask, what are these health principles? Number one, a plant-based diet. The Bible teaches this in Genesis chapter 1, verse 29. Second, herbs for healing. Songs of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 13. God gives a list of many different herbs for healing. Number three, juices for healing and water. 1 Timothy, chapter 5, verse 23. Unfermented wine, grape juice, is very healthy for the human body. Fourth, is fasting and prayer. Matthew, chapter 17, verse 21. In these last days, every person on earth will have to choose between the health principles of Jesus or the vaccine of the Pope. According to the Bible, the vaccine crisis will lead to a worship crisis. The Bible teaches this in Daniel chapter 1 and Daniel chapter 3. When the mark of the beast is enforced, which is Sunday worship by law, every person on earth will have to choose between Saturday, the Sabbath of the Lord, or the counterfeit Sabbath of the Pope, which is Sunday. The Lord Jesus is giving us a warning to not worship the beast, his image, his mark, or the number of his name. This is the third angel's message in Revelation chapter 14, verse 9. Those who worship the beast will receive the seven last plagues. Come to Jesus, my friends. Repent of your sins. Turn to Jesus because probation will soon close and the kingdom of heaven is at stake. Dear listener, there are many things happening in our world today, but I just want to give you a few current events. First, the Pope and world leaders are using climate change to bring forth the Sunday law. We know that Sunday observance by law is the mark of the beast. Please understand, according to NPR.org, the headline says, What's next for the U.S. after rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement? On day one, as promised, Joe Biden rejoined the Pope's Laudato Si. Remember, friends, Laudato Si is the false doctrine of the Pope that will be used to combat a false climate crisis. But we know that climate change is due to sin. Number two, according to foreignpolicy.com, the headline says, Biden and Pope Francis could make a climate change miracle. But the Bible says in Revelation chapter 13, verse 13, he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. He is apostate America. America is the false prophet. And America has already united with the papacy, the first beast. They have united 
and will soon make fire come down from heaven. Fire, in a good sense, represents the Holy Spirit. Remember the day of Pentecost? Fire, in an evil sense, represents a false revival or calamity. In the book of Job, chapter 1, Satan made fire come down from heaven. Number 3. On February 1st, 2021, the Financial Times headline said, Joe Biden's climate change measures are just a start. The climate change agenda will lead to a great time of trouble. The Bible teaches this in Daniel chapter 12. The Pope, the false prophet, and the world will wage war with the Lamb. The Lamb represents Jesus in the person of his saints. Yes, those who keep the commandments of Jesus will be cut off from the world and persecuted, and some will be killed. The lockdowns around the world has never been about a pandemic. The purpose in the lockdowns or the coronavirus is to scare you or to take away our rights so the government can introduce their solutions. For example, the government gave us the pestilence to introduce the wearing of masks, which led to the solution of the COVID-19 vaccine. Next, the government will push the climate change agenda so they can give their resolution, which is Sunday rest by law, Sunday worship, the mark of the beast. A article from NBCNews.com on March 3rd, 2021, the headline says, Climate scientists Pandemic lockdowns needed every two years to meet Paris Agreement. But we know the Paris Climate Change Agreement has everything to do with Lydacto C, which is calling for Sunday rest by law. Friends, we are living in a crisis that will get worse. Jesus is coming soon. Now is the time to trim our lamps and prepare for the Lord. And finally, Have you heard of the vaccination passports? Israel has already enacted this system, which is required for travel. And now the European Union is now working to implement the same system. According to Global News, on March 1st, 2021, the headline says, EU to propose digital green passports as proof a person has been vaccinated. Dear listener, what we are seeing here is every nation in the world has surrendered their power and strength to the beast. We are living in a crisis that will get much worse. Yes, the mark of the beast will start in America. Our world will not get better. I leave you with Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I leave you with Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, which says, After these events, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. I leave you with, Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, 
for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And finally, I leave you with Psalms 55 verse 22. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be moved until we meet again. By God's grace, God bless.